Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, hello, hello. This is Carib Carter Clues, and welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web. We have a unique, a unique uh, podcast today because Charlotte, is who you know, is in Mexico and always tells us about all the exciting things that are going on, <laughs> is going to tell us about one that wasn't as exciting, but it's still going to be interesting. <laughs> Charlotte. Tell us about Ocotlan. I know, I'm probably even pronouncing it wrong. Ocotlan. Actually, you got, you're doing pretty good. Ocotlan. So yeah, you're doing pretty good. Yes, we went. <laughs> we took a a date a tour. We booked a tour to go to Ocotlan. When Ocotlan. we were in yeah, when we were in Hokotepec, there was a lady approached approached us on the street, a local that has a tour company. And she was doing these trips to Ocotlan. We couldn't go because we had something booked on that Saturday. Okay. Information. I like to support the locals, you know, go for tours with locals and that type of thing. Right. And uh, so I contacted her later. We booked it. And I think, you know, one of the reasons we booked it, because I have never seen anyone do tours to Oakland. And perhaps there's a reason for that. <laughs> uh, so we booked our tour. And uh, they picked us up on a bus. This this is a bus tour. This is a bus it, tour. It's a bus, but small group. Small okay. group. There all was right. six of us on the tour. So 10 was all the right. maximum that she was taking. And it was six. And they were all local. It was Mexicans that were on the tour. We were the only ones that were uh, foreigners, which I thought was interesting, too, because I would never have thought that locals around the lake would take these tours to the other towns. But they're interesting, interesting people around here. How now, far away? How far away is it? It's an hour drive, and it's on the east side of, of uh, Chapala, or okay. the east side right. of Chapala. So we had to we drove almost into Guadalajara and then around the mountains. And I actually thought Ocotlan was on on Lake Chapala, but it's not. We couldn't even see the lake from there. It's a little more tucked in behind the mountains. And uh, I guess another flag that should have been. Uh, set off with us was they actually showed up early to pick us up. Can you believe somebody showed up early in Mexico to pick us up? <laughs> that was probably a bad sign. That's probably a bad sign. Now, now you'll know sign. that. If it they was show up early, sign. it's a bad sign. There we go. And you know, she was a sweet, she was sweet. She was very sweet. She did speak English, but it was the most unorganized tour I have ever been on in my entire life. <laughs> And coming from the travel industry, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this I, let me say, I love this because, as you said before we went on the show, people need to know that even as great as it is in Mexico, things aren't always sunshine, lollipops, and roses all around, as Leslie no. said. So this is good. No, and I'd say the most interesting thing, of the part of the tour, was the drive to Ocotlan because we drove through little towns and that type of thing. And usually when you see crowds of people standing around, you think, oh, what's going on? No, we couldn't stop because we're not driving, but it draws your attention. And they had there was a group of people standing around and there was a goat up on a table in kind of a little like cage type of thing, almost like what a dog crate would look like. And they were milking this goat and handing out goats, fresh goat's milk to people to drink. 
Wow. Yeah. And you didn't get to try it. No, no. Well, it doesn't phase them at all. I think it was a Sunday morning ritual or something because they nobody seemed to notice but us. <laughs> and we went further, and then there was a truck with uh, uh, a I can't think of what a trailer on the back, and there was three goats. The the gates were open, and they were milking these three goats and handing out fresh goat milk to the to the little kids. And yeah. I I have never had goat's milk. I no. No, no, not fresh like that. And and that wouldn't even be legal in Canada or the United States because heavens, it's not homogenized. It's you're going to get bacteria. You're going to get sick, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so so that was neat to see those things. Yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that. Nice quaint touch. Yes. But you're still, you're still on the road up to Okotlan. 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 Yeah, there's a Okotlan. Yes, okay. So... What Okatlan is like compared to everywhere else we've been, most of the places around the lake, they have the colorful buildings, you know, they have that quaint, small Mexican town feel. The population of Okatlan, we got three different numbers. So it's around 100,000. And not colorful, not, <laughs> it's just brick buildings. It was just average. And it was very loud. I'm sorry. I can't even imagine a Latino town that was not colorful. I don't know what I mentioned to you. Parenthetically, I thought this was so funny. When Five years ago, when my wife and I were looking for a home to buy in New York, right? We went down Princess Street. Mm -hmm. And here, the house is for sale. So we see it. The thing is like some sort of weird, bright blue color, right? And I'm, I'm just about to say, damn, that's really ugly when she says, Oh, Mia Moore is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's colorful here. You know, you have Everything. green buildings, by pink buildings, by purple buildings. It was just bland and <laughs> loud. They're, they were celebrating. So this is the interesting part of it. They were celebrating a 175th anniversary. There was an earthquake that destroyed the main cathedral 175 years ago. And someone saw... Uh, a vision of the crucified Christ, and they decided to rebuild the church. So that happened 175 years ago. So they were wow. celebrating. So there was fireworks, like this bang, 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 going off constantly. Traffic everywhere. And uh, the church, because we were supposed to tour the church, but we couldn't because there was mass going on all day. All day. Wow. Every time Very we went nice. to the church, all day. And it was full. The church was full. Fantastic. Yeah, and they had these really neat, and I asked the guy, what, what is that? They're, it looked like knitted. They were big knitted squares about the size of what a throw cushion would be on your couch. All different. This is where there was actually colors. They were all different colors. So she had no idea what it was. So she decided to go ask somebody. And what it was, was they're handmade squares by all the women in the town, and those are considered the offerings. So they were draped like from the top of the cathedral down. They're huge. They made them into these massive banners and they were stretched over the street next to the cathedral. It, that was very neat. That was very That's interesting. very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, they clearly take their religion very seriously. They which do. Which is a good thing. Yeah. It, it is a good thing. And the, everywhere in town, there's lots of uh, 
artists, local artists that do paintings of the crucifixion. There's where you see Ocotlan, it's O-C-O-T-L-A-N. The T is almost always shown as a crucifix. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was, okay. that was interesting too. Yeah. Pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. Now, did they have a lot of uh, food kiosks? Were there a lot of food kiosks? So at least you could get the excitement of trying different variety of food. Please tell me that. Not many. <laughs> <laughs> but there was there was one thing I've never I haven't seen these before, and they were big. They're about the size size of a dinner plate, and it looked like baked uh, brown sugar. Like, you know, when brown sugar burns and it turns brown and oh, crappy. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So I asked her, well, what are those? And she said, it's, I don't think she gave me the name, but usually they only have those at Christmas and New Year's. But because this was, they're celebrating the, and they celebrate all year, it's the 175th year. These are out now too, to celebrate that anniversary of that earthquake and rebuilding of the cathedral. So I didn't try them because I can't handle that much sugar, but there, there wasn't like, there was a market right. and there were some, there was some food there that I hadn't seen before, some different coconut things and apples, but I have to tell you, it was the junkiest market I have ever <laughs> seen. Like, was, I, we walked from one end to the other and I said to Daryl, I just can't believe that there's so much junk. They could, <laughs> who would buy it? It was like a gigantic dollar store. <laughs> I have to tell you, when I moved to La Ceiba, and remember I lived around La Ceiba, Honduras about a decade or so ago, mm -hmm. and one of the first times I went there, I came across on one of the side streets off San Isidro, a market, like like you're saying, an open, you go inside, but they're all the stall, and I was very excited because being raised in Baltimore City, Back in the day, we had Lexington Market, which was just an incredible place. Yeah. I thought this is going to be like Lexington Market, <laughs> but it was exactly what you just said. <laughs> no, I don't think, I'm like, there's no way they put this stuff up and take it down every day. So there's big tarps everywhere and they just leave it up. But yeah, it, 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 was, it was interesting. And then we went for, for lunch and she asked us, well, where would you like to go for lunch? And I thought, and meanwhile, the other four people had disappeared. They went and kind of did their own thing. They're like, uh, we're hungry. We're going to go get a taco when we were touring the museum. And we didn't meet up with them again until the end. They met us at the van. But I'm like, well, aren't you the tour guide? Shouldn't you know, have planned where we're going for lunch? And she's, well, I don't know what's good around here. So I'll go ask somebody. So she went and asked a local where we should eat. And the tourist guide. Yes, the guide. I'm like, okay. I said, this is, she's sweet, but we're not buying another tour with this company again. <laughs> and we ended up going to a Japanese restaurant. Well, she said it was supposed to be Korean. And we got there and I said, this is not Korean. This is Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Japanese. And the food was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular, but. And then when we were done, like she's okay, you can have some free time. So that's when we went to the market. We went back to the church, but it was still still full. This was probably about four o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, we met her at four in front of the church was our, our meeting point after our one hour of free time. And she got lost, lost going back to the van. She couldn't, didn't know where the parking lot <laughs> was. She had to stop and ask the traffic police directing people across the street. Oh, who is this? And, she started leading us in one direction and Daryl and I both thought, 
I'm sure this is the wrong way. I'm sorry. <laughs> that happens to me sometimes. Like, oh, I man. think it's better not uh, change her other profession, I don't think. If you put this in a movie script, nobody would believe it. They'd say, come on, there's a cutoff point somewhere. This is just it's very sweet. But um, and then, you know, this surprises me. This surprised me, too. You know how we went to Scorpion Island oh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. So we did our little tour of Scorpion Island. And there's another island in Lake Chapala called Mezcala Island or Presidio Island. It has two names. So when we were at the museum in Ocotlan, they had a diorama in the middle when you first come in. And it's around the lake and the different towns. And there's two islands in the middle. And I was looking at them going, this isn't right because that's Scorpion Island and it's big. And that should be Mezcal Island and it's small. So I asked the question, like where they had it, and it wasn't correct. They had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> it's like, Mezcala Island? What is that? I'm like, okay, well, Presidio Island? No, I don't, they had no idea what it was. <laughs> and it's, like, it's right there. So I'm like, well, and, and the, the island, Mezcala Island, and we're hoping to get there next week because our son's coming, so we want to take a boat trip out there. It's a big part of the revolution history. Like the local, the local people fended off the Spanish. There's a fort there. There's ruins of the fort there from the 1800s. It was used as a prison till 1855. They had no clue. It's just, yeah. <laughs> like, would you like me to work in your museum for the day? I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you're doing this because people need to understand everything is not as efficient south of the border as it is in the U.S., okay? There yeah. are, you know, you just, you have to get used to the idea that it's not as efficient, it's more laid back, and enjoy the laid back. I mean, that, that's, that's it. That's mm -hmm. it. <laughs> just <laughs> disappearing islands. I had, I went up to, you know, but it does happen in the U.S. I, there's a little town called Williamsport, Maryland. My dad was a minister when I was a kid in the 50s, right? So, I told my wife a couple of weeks ago, because we go through there to get to our place in West Virginia. I want to stop in the park because I want to show you the, the statue, the big monument they have to the World War One people from Williamsport. And and so we go in there and there, there is no statue. Now, this was a big statue. Right. So I said, something's wrong. Here. Yeah. I know this is the spot uh, right next to the bandstand. And so I said, we got to go to City Hall. And I had no idea what I was talking about. It was like, I said, it was big. I said, it had a doughboy. Yeah, and, and they're thinking you're, they just had I finally found out they had moved it to the American Legion Hall years wow. earlier. So, but, you know, people just need to get used to, it, especially south of the border. And they're not going to get upset and be perplexed over it. That's the incredible thing. No, right. no, 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 very laid back about it. Now we had something else happen and this you'll be impressed. I was impressed with this. This is, we're, we're moving past Ocotlan to what else happened this week. We were, we had the earthquake, the 7.7 .7, a couple weeks ago, right? All right. So we, I got up Thursday morning, Friday morning, and our water pressure was very poor. I'm like, oh, Daryl, you may want to hop in the shower because there isn't much water pressure. And then sure enough, the water was off. So like, okay, well, who knows what, because that happens sometimes. 
And then we had an email from the landlord that said the earthquake had caused a crack in the cistern and the cistern had been leaking all week and it caved in. Wow. So we had no water and we're like, oh, okay, well, what do we do? So they said, well, we're hoping to have it fixed in a day or two because they are building an addition onto this building. So they had two backup cisterns that weren't online yet. And they were hoping to get that online. And I thought, well, you know, as long as we have drinking water and you can flush the toilets, we can figure everything else. If we need a shower, we can hop in the pool outside if we have to, right? Yeah. So you can at least freshen right. up. Yeah. So we walked and got, carried two big jugs of water. We did have some backup water here anyway, but thought we better get more just in case, you know, had used the pool water to fill up the toilets so that you can flush the toilets. So we did that. We felt like... We've been camping. We were, you know, that's what it was like. some of our neighbors said, now we're out of here. And they went and rented a hotel for a couple nights. But we had water the next day, Carter. The next, do you say the next day? Next day. Fantastic. All I right, folks. Shocked. There you go, folks. I was shocked. Maybe they're getting more efficient. It's fantastic. Because, yes, because our landlord said, it, I mean, it's caved in. He said they have to bring backhoes in and rebuild the whole thing. I thought, oh, great. But since they hooked up these two new cisterns, our water pressure is even better. <laughs> well, that was good. <laughs> so we have the two extremes of efficiency here. They may lose an occasional island, but they get to water pressure back fast. I'll take the water pressure. Yeah, That's a good yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah. So we were, we were thrilled about that. That was a good thing, especially because we're getting company. Our, our son and his girlfriend are coming tomorrow. They arrive. I'm so excited. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Fantastic. So they were a little worried they weren't going to have water. Well, you don't know, right? You don't know. Yeah. So, real quickly, you have a big. You have a, how long is your son going to be there? First of all, they're going to be here for a week. A week, and have you packed the schedule, or have, have you the done a lot thing, of? The only thing we've scheduled so far is we're going to Tequila Town on Saturday, and I have heard rave reviews about Tequila Town. So we are excited to go there. It's supposed to be very colorful and very clean and there's lots to see and do. So the actually the oldest tequila distillery in Mexico is in tequila. Oldest distillery? Yeah. The oldest distillery tequila distillery in Mexico is in tequila. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good. I'm glad you're getting a visitor and I'm glad you're, Obviously, you're going to provide plenty of leisure time so you can get the feel for the the uh, ambiance of Mexico. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. Before we go, let's talk a minute about this. See? Right. <laughs> the new edition is out now. That is right. It is. It came out October 1st, and it's the special edition for President's Week, which is Joel Nagel's uh, flagship event that he hosts annually. 20, 26 years he's been putting this event on. 25 years. Well, that's... 25, 25 years. 26. 26. Oh, 26. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it really is, to me, the best financial analysis event uh, of the year, every year. It, that he brings in top experts. And, uh, and Joe himself, of course, is an expert, along with Mike Cobb, his partner. And it's... But it's limited to 50 people. So I always tell people, yeah. folks, go to go to escapeartist.com, subscribe to the magazine and sign up for the President's Week. Do it quick because it'll sell out fast and you don't want to miss it, especially yes. with the way the economy is now in the U.S. Yeah. 
And there's going to be some very key speakers there with some incredible suggestions on how to deal with that. So they gave uh, a little snippet really of what they're going to be speaking at in the magazine. You know, I had a really good interview with Kirk Chisholm and we talked about inflation and all really how it's, how it's affecting the world and Europe and, and everything and what you yeah. can do. He's got 15, uh, 15 steps to look at how to deal with it. So fantastic. And it's a great yeah. magazine. It's a, and folks, it's a real magazine. I mean, this thing is like almost hundred pages long, beautifully done, Charlotte. It is, okay. you do a beautiful job, folks. It is the number one international magazine on the face of the earth. So go subscribe. There we go. Yeah. Insiders magazine. All right. Well, thank, thank you for that real genuine slice of life for us. That was was an excellent insight. It really was, you know, you do have day-to-day life, even when you make your move to a different country. That's right. Fantastic. The good, the bad. It is wonderful to see you again. Yes. Great to see you too. And we'll have more stories next week. We'll do it. Thank you. Thank you very much. There you go, folks. There you go. Real life, real life, up close and personal. And whatever Charlotte is, when she tells us about it, it's just captivating. And I know you agree with that. So as I tell you every week, let's continue to do this thing.